Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Reverend Albert Okran. So far, we've been looking at the enablers, the springboards, the secrets to personal progress and success. And we've called them the critical success factors because we are seeing that anyone who wants to succeed can literally take these 10 points that the various resource persons have brought us and work with them to achieve success in your field. So far, we've had seven different voices. We've had Kofi Bentel, Kofi Dazi, Alip Sanam Hari, Constance Swanika, Robert Henson, Kobi Asma, and David Ofosudote. Now, what do you do when you gradually, gradually come to the realization that the path that you are pursuing or the path that has given you some joy, some fulfillment for a, a decade and a half is heading towards a dead end? And you examine your life and realize that you don't have the skills and the knowledge to go to the next level or to do anything else. What do you do? Do you complain or you reinvent yourself? My guest for tonight reinvented herself, went back to do her first degree after 17 years of working in the public service. And guess what? Built a market-leading company in the events management business and now is working on succession. So we'll look at the dead end, the reinvention and then succession you will find some lessons tonight definitely and then to cap it all up we would find out what in her opinion are the 10 critical success factors let me greet my guest before i even bring you our commitments for the year 2016 and my guest guess what afi jandel she's the she, at least i've called you afi jandel all your life so even when <laughs> afi amor is the ceo of jandel limited and when people call you by your company and make your company your saying it means that your company has become a household name afi good evening good evening afi is, <laughs> i've made you laugh <laughs> even on my phone it's afi jandel before afi amor comes <laughs> can you imagine good to see you afi same here, Albert. I trust that the family and everybody is well. Everybody is fine. Fantastic. So today, we want, we want to unpack the story of your life, but let me give you a few minutes to catch your breath while I remind our listeners of our commitments for the year 2016. And what are our commitments? Three of them. Number one, improve yourself as a person in your faith, your character, and every relationship God has blessed you with. Improve yourself as a person. Number two, improve your value. That means build your brand, leverage the brand, expand your income streams build your network and then build your knowledge base that is improve your value the third area of improvement is your strategy or your approach to life get it right the first time and do things faster cheaper and more efficiently than the competition these are the commitments we've all signed to for the year 2016 and it's your reminder that it's not a new year resolution it's a commitment and work through it all the way till the end of the year if you just joined us, my guest for tonight, Afia Morish is the CEO of Jandel Limited. They are into events, management, decor, and everything in between. And so, tonight, somebody listening may be at that point in your life where you seem to be heading towards a dead end. You look at your career and you think you've explored all that there is to do in a particular field and you think there's more that you are capable of. But until something changes dramatically, 
you may just not be able to move beyond the point where you are. If you are at that stage in your life, this program is dedicated to you because my guest for tonight was at that same stage probably 23 years ago, thereabouts. But let's let's unpack the story. So let's start with, for the benefit of our listeners, let's start with the point where you, you, you ask yourself, is there more to life than this? Unpack the story of how you got to the point of dissatisfaction and how Jangel was birthed. Walk us through. Thank you. First of all, let me give God the thanks for the opportunity and to say that let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in his eyes, O Lord. Let this discourse not be for personal gain, but to inspire others to the glorification of his name. Amen. 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 Yes, I had been a secretary for 17, close to 17 years, and um, I was at a dead end because where I was sitting, I couldn't see any advancement beyond that point. So in actual fact, I wasn't looking really at opening a business. It was far from my, my mind. What I was looking for was the next level. And the next level was to go back to school because I was a civil servant and I thought that rising up the ladder would be by going back to school. So I applied as a mature student to reach a diploma in public administration in the school of administration. Right. Then the subsequent ones, I did them online. Right. Yes. So so here you are, having done a particular job for several years. One will say, ah, but the job was good. I mean, people were, you were serving people, you, you were having a good time. What was the source of the dissatisfaction? What was the source of the fear? What was it that was creating uncertainty in your mind and in your heart? Unpack it for us. What exactly were you afraid of? My pocket was always dry. <laughs> and as a secretary, your income is limited. So basically, as a single parent with two mouths to feed and my parents being alive, I had to think quick as to how to be able to meet my obligations. So that was the driving factor. I've always said that. It was economic, purely economic. It was purely economic. It was economic, period. Right. So you look at your life and felt, considering what you were earning, considering where you were, you really, really couldn't make ends meet. Yes. Was there an issue with competition on the job? Did you feel at any point that there were, there were there was competition and, 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 and you probably couldn't cut it beyond some point? Not necessarily. You see, as a secretary, there are challenges because when you move to a certain... There are details of that profession that is not really uh, very exciting beyond a certain point. And so for me... Uh, it had lost its excitement and I was looking to go into the administrative you know echelons of the administration of, of, of the civil service that was my target Right. for many people when they get to that place of dissatisfaction they, they blame the system they blame 
they blame the lack of opportunity on the system. They they, they, they talk about the things they are unhappy about. What 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 made you act? Um, I mean, the typical person will feel helpless and feel well, no. it's not happening for me, and and do much more talking. What drove the action? For me, to continue to complain about things is counterproductive. If you have a problem, look at it critically and see how you can solve it instead of moaning and groaning all over the place. I I don't find that very exciting. So I I always try to find a solution to the problem problem rather than um, um, sit in it and then just be nagging about it all the time. No. What was was decor? What was events? Was art? Was it something that was in the family? Was it something that was in your genes? Well, I would say yes to a large extent because my brother, my brother, uh, his demise now was um, won a lot of uh, awards whilst he was in Achimota School um, through his art, but none of us uh, ever thought that we had. Uh, we had anything like that picked up in us until um, I started uh, giving my boss fresh flowers for free and uh, he saw the potential and sold the flower. It was meant to be a gift. Yeah. Yes, every Monday I'd pick flowers from my mother's garden and send and put on the cabinet of my boss. And every week was a different arrangement. I just wanted to do... I just felt happy working with the flowers. Right. No training whatsoever. Just enjoyed doing it. So it was so like a, my ho- a boss, hobby of sorts. Yes, it was a hobby. And, um, and my boss loved it. So in one way or the other... He encouraged it by giving me money every Friday. Right. Yes. And then uh, somebody also came, saw it in his office, and he charged that person. Right. So, so, so the demand began to emerge. So I, when the first time I saw the money in my hand, it was, wow, so I can earn money from this? Let's <laughs> 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 you story. And you put it in your right pocket or the left pocket. It's a different story altogether. I put it in my bag. Right. <laughs> <laughs> 17 minutes past the hour of seven. If you've read the Ten Commandments of Success, you understand the power of the right pocket and the left pocket. But you put it in your bag and you said, this is possible. Oh, yes. Right. So you began yes. to dream about, about flowers, about yes. arrangements so and stuff. Yes, so that particular person kept ordering week after week. And then it became his organization that was ordering. Then other organizations so my business actually started from the corporate world another company wanted solved the flowers and said well we need some for our conference room we'll be having a conference and then i go and provide so all of a sudden i saw i was making some money out of that and that became very exciting to me had you gone back to, to school then at a certain point, yes, I went back to school. And that actually was, um, in quotes, my springboard, the school. Right. In Legon, so, um, there were 
gospel rock shows whole weeks and all that kind of thing and i don't know i just don't know at what point the students got to know that i have that talent but then they started coming to me valentine's day and all that kind of thing so the students in legon became your first line clients that's it right yes yes right. so let's fast forward so you finish school and then you ask yourself did you ever consider a choice between the life that you had before and the life that was ahead of you oh no because um my when i when i uh, finished school i went back to work and while whilst i was working i was running the business in the, in the, in the, in the civil service in the service right. i was running the business because then i had trained my sister my sister had been trained by somebody free of charge alpha beta florals and uh she was holding the fort right. so my sister then became the con conduits for all my orders so i had time to go to the office but then my enthusiasm for office work began to wane so i was my mind and efforts were more concentrated on the business as opposed to um the office work that i was doing so eventually i i resigned and your new life was defined for you absolutely and that's when jandel was birthed yes jandel was birthed during the time that i was working because i wanted to be absolutely sure that it could meet my needs i i didn't have to you know um scrounge there was potential for it to grow and therefore it could you know uh, it would be a good source of income so right. once i realized that i could stand on my own two feet with jandel i resigned right when you look back 20 years and and the number of awards you've won the kind of company you've built and and and, and how much you've accomplished did you ever get a sense at the beginning of the journey it would, it would be so big so good it's only God. And when I think about it, it really brings tears to my eyes. Because we are just by putty, putty in the hands of the Lord. Right. For for a journey like yours, I'm sure they've also been they've been mountaintop experiences, they've been valley experiences. Which of them are which of these two extremes? linger stronger in the mind is it the mountain top ones or the other valley ones yes i i prefer to dwell on the mountain tops and ra rather than the valley because right. if you think about the valley then you go into a more the more you think about the valley experiences the more you go into depression the more you you surround yourself with negativities so the mountain top then i'm looking at the sky Wow. 21 minutes past the hour of seven. If you're listening to us tonight, this is Afia Moro. She's the CEO of Jandel. She's talking about the mountaintop and, and, and looking into the skies. And just by the way, we're trying to unpack the story of a dead end, that place in your life where you tell yourself, you know what, this thing I've done, I'm doing, I've done it for 15 years and I love it, but I mean, there's, there, there is not much more for me beyond where I am in this particular field and therefore you begin to see what more is there that I can do is there something and by the way 
research has shown that several people persist in doing something that they grow to eventually hate and wake up in the morning and tell themselves, this is the last month, this is the last year I'll do this. And guess what? The next year they are back there again, complaining for the rest of their lives. And then finally, when they retire, they say, what I really, what I really should have done was events, was decor, was flowers, because that's what brought me the greatest joy. Well, the story of Afi is a story of somebody who decided or dared to dream and pursue that dream. And we are celebrating 20 years of a company that was birthed out of that dream and out of that desire. And so, Afi, you've walked this journey for 20 years. And I'm sure that somebody's listening out there and saying, wow, 20 years. It's been great. And anybody who looks at you says, you've prospered. You are blessed. My guest for tonight in the eighth edition of the Critical Success Factors is the CEO of Jandel, Afi Amuru. And she's going to give us a 10 critical success factors. And that's our custom. You're going to pull out your iPad, your, your tablet, your your notebook and write down these 10 factors and then after the program let's talk which of them is really speaking to your heart which is the one that drives you and by the way if you are listening tonight and you are somebody who is at what i call the dead end that place where you wake up and there is no fire in the belly because you don't love what you do this show is dedicated entirely to you so if you let's walk through what would be your 10 critical success factors that have served you well on this journey number one the god factor right you have to let God be the Alpha and the Omega in whatever you do. Right. Let him be your principal advisor, your counselor, and your rock. Without him, you should not be able to move. Now, God never promised us that he would not give us a tro- he would give us a trouble-free life. No, he never said that. But he said out of every trouble, he will take you out. So you need to come to that point of realization that you are nothing without God. Are there moments in your business where you stood and looked at a difficult situation and said, God, if you don't come through this one, I'm finished. And somehow, somehow, he just came through for you. Are are there moments like that in your business? Several. Several. And even as I speak, I'm not out of the woods. Right. But... You have to develop a thick skin and forge forward because you can't let the problems overwhelm you. If you have God, you have everything. Right. And that should be the driving factor. So that's the foundation on which everything else rests. Absolutely. The God factor is number one. What's the number two? The number two is the no blame factor. I like the way you call them the factor, the factor, the no blame factor. (laughs) Yes. Explain that to us. The no blame factor... Is you know sometimes uh, bad things happen to you, and you think, uh, oh, uh, it, it, because of this person or that person or this grandmother in the village or this person is hindering my progress in in the organization or that particular corporate body. Do not ever think that way. Do not think that. Um, because of somebody you cannot go forward right because there are several ways of killing a cat legally morally and socially there are so many ways of getting round to achieving your aim without you blaming people because when you blame people you are in a you are at i would say at a dead end right 
do you, do you, do you find that you talk about blaming people and you say that the, the no blame factor do you find that people people find it more convenient to blame others than to accept responsibility yes they, they 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 really do and sometimes the problem is really coming from you i have you know done an introspection about some of the the problems that i've i've gone through and i've realized that oh you caused this yourself without your participation in this afi it wouldn't have gotten to this but but, but it feels nice to blame somebody else isn't isn't it? all the time and that is where it, it, it's a dead end situation right because it only takes you into the abyss you see because the that's um you you always say you are expecting someone or somebody to help you and when the person does not help you you will say that person is a bad person you but you never know because that person could come through for you in a much bigger way and god could use another person also to help you just by the way this morning um, at church the sermon was about the fact that some of the people who for lack of a better way let me use the Ghanaian english who showed you power in life they are the ones who set you up for where god has put you today because that adversity was literally like a springboard to your current situation in life absolutely right mm. so number one is the god factor number two is the no blame factor what, yes. what would be your number three um, the number three is the good bookkeeping factor right i mean if you start any business and you don't keep the books you will chop you your capital without realizing it and down the business right. so you have to have best bookkeeping practice keep up with what you need to do in terms of uh, uh, your accounting and you know your projections if you have an event you must have meetings to map out your way forward all these practices help to push your business forward. Right. Mm. So, so you, you rank that as one of the top ten things that people should do. Yes. What, what happens when you don't do that? Uh, what, you do you, what do you think will happen to anybody who fails to do what you're describing? Because there are people who literally, literally just work from a job-to-job basis. Yes. Because, and when you, do, you don't really, you can't really assess your progress. Right. You might think you are doing good but you are not. You are actually retrogressing. It's only the books that will show you what whether you are doing or uh, good or not. Right. Mm. So number one is the God factor. Number two is the no blame factor. Number three, the good bookkeeping factor. Let's walk to number four. Number four is the keeping fresh factor. Wow. Yes. <laughs> keeping fresh is... Is that, is that the story of your life? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, the thing is... Sometimes you go into a stalemate. You've done everything within that industry that you think you could ever do. But let me tell you, there's so much more you can learn. So keeping fresh is reinventing yourself, going back to school, taking refresher courses, going I mean, even hiring motivational speakers to come and talk to you and your staff. And that does not ap- apply only to you. But you also have to help your your staff to go along with you. Right. So if they have to go along with you, it means that you have to spend money in training. Right. 
train them, guide them, and let them also go to the next level. For, because every every level that they go to, they also take you higher. So it's very, very important that you keep refreshing yourself. So if you, if you fail to train your staff, your, your aspirations may be high, but the, the quality of staff you have will bring you down. Exactly. Right. And Kwesi right. um, of Multimedia, right. I mean, he's one of my, uh, I, the, one, one of the people I bounce my ideas off. from. Right. Off. And one day I was saying, oh, I had sent some people to China and they came back and they left me. And he said, Afi, continue. Right. Do not give up. Right. And I haven't. And it has paid off. Right. Mm. So you've answered the question that some people would ask that if you develop people and you and you lose them, do you do you lose ultimately? But you're saying that even if some left, it still be worth your while to keep developing people. Yes, because now some of them who left have become my backup staff. Sometimes when I'm inundated with work, I do call them in and they take up some of the jobs because they know my style, they know what I'd like and they all support to push it forward. So you kept the relationship? Absolutely. Right. Mm. Let's go to number, number five. Number five is the moral factor. And that is a deep one. Because I'd like to encourage a lot of young women right. who are coming up, whether in the industry or without, out of the industry. There's so many times that you will be enticed to do something against your moral upstart. Refuse it. It might bite, but with every pain comes again. Right. If you stick your neck out for your moral standing that I am not going to do this in order to get this job, you'll find out that before you turn the corner, a bigger job has come. Right. And that's God rewarding you for you standing up to your morals. It's it's an everyday occurrence for women, especially women in the corporate and business field. And so many people can tell you the horror stories that they go through, but you need to stick to your guns. Because how many people can you do that with? What name are you going to carry? Are you going to, can you raise your face or raise your head up high? No, so refuse it. If it pains you, you will gain later. Right. Thank you very much. So you've given us the first five points. And, and, and if you just joined us, the first five points, the God factor, the no blame factor, the good bookkeeping factor, the keeping fresh factor. I, I love the one, keeping fresh factor, and then the moral factor. Mm. Let, let's unpack the second half of your 10 commandments. Yes. Your 10 critical success factors, uh, uh, according to Afia Moro. What will be your number six? The staying focused factor. Are there distractions? Yes. Sometimes um, you get distracted because you see that some... The, somebody comes to tell you that oh, now this kind of business is paying but maybe it's not your field, it's not your calling and you go and you go and uh, double in it and lose focus on your core business so you're saying that stick with your core business stick with your core business 
know that this is your core business, but then um, always have an eye for other things that could um, beef up your income. Right. Mm. What would be number seven? Number seven might be contradictory to um, the I'll, staying I'll, I'll focus. I won't do what Kobe Asma did to me. <laughs> what would be number seven? Tell me that one. <laughs> That's the diversification exactly factor. Exactly what Kobe did. So tell me, why do business people do that? He came and said, stay focused on your core. Build strength in your core. And I said, oh, great. Then the next point he says, look for new opportunities. In I'm like, why? <laughs> so tell me, if it's not a contradiction, tell me how diversification sits on the staying focused. I just want to learn from you. Yes. You know, Warren Buffett says, uh, you know, has a saying that um, your best way of saying staying, saying your, your best chance of staying sane in business is to have multiple sources of income right now if you are in um, in let's say the invent business and there's nothing coming out you know you have a lull if you've di- diversified in something that is totally different maybe that particular thing is going up at that time so you have another source of income so, if you have, say, two or three streams of income, it helps for you to shore yourself up in the face of difficulty. My big question for you, Afi, how do you pursue these new opportunities and still stay focused? Um, for me, it's always what I usually do is to get another set of people to man that particular um industry for instance we we were doing uh, interiors the people who do the interiors with me are totally different from the people who work with the events right so they come with me they come to me with their problems we solve it and they go and do their work right. and the people who are doing the events are totally different right so you need to have those sets pockets of people who will come to you and relate to you on in their area of expertise. Let me let, let me push you further. So interiors and events, decor, they are closely related. Somebody will say this is concentric diversification. It's just one family. Would you would you explore something like salt construction that is markedly different from from what you are doing? Will you be tempted by something like that? I have done construction. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's 19 minutes to the hour of 8. If you just joined us, that's your answer. <laughs> one day we should, we should unpack all the things you've done in your life, and I'm sure oh, it will just be one huge story. <laughs> all right. So, so if you just joined us, we are, we are, we are systematically unpacking the, the critical success factors, and we found a very convenient diversion in the argument between focus and diversification. Let's go to number Number eight is the succession factor. I hope you know that's one of the big subjects that you're interested in tonight. Yes. Right. So what would be a a big point of succession? It would be my wish that my offspring will succeed me, aided by my most trusted staff. Right. Yes. Because it's I mean, they have also been in the line of business. I mean, 
through their growing up period because they've always been around what we do. They come to spend time with me and the staff. So if they have that desire, I'm willing to push them in that direction. Right. Yes. You say the if, and it's conditional. So what if? Yes, because one thing is that you cannot drink medicine for a sick person. Right. If that person is not interested in your line of work, don't push it. Right. It will be suicidal because that person will not be happy in that environment. And neither will you. Neither with you. Because you will not get maximum um, output from him, him or her. Right. Yes. Right. So you're saying your wish would be that you, you have it right in your bloodline, but if it doesn't work, you, you still will, will build a plan oh, yes. for the business to keep running. Yes. Right. Because there's, there are always people who can keep it, keep it going and also... Have, who share in your dream right. within the organization who will be willing to take it to the next level. Right. Let, let me go to number nine on your, your critical success factors. The happy factor. I like the smile as you describe it. <laughs> yes. Because I always believe that happiness comes from within. Right. If you don't create your own happiness, nobody can make you happy. Don't stay... Don't um, make your happiness be dependent on something or someone. Have that inner happiness and let it exude outside and all other things will follow. Right. So I'm looking at the fact that um, a lot of people have been I've been listening every time to the 4, 4 a.m. Um, Christian program on Joy FM. And it's amazing the kind of pain that people go through. When you listen to that program, you'll cry. And so many people are just sitting there. Oh, God, please give me a husband. Oh, God, please give me a, a, a great, great or bigger job. What are you doing about the situation that you are in? They are real. They are real. But it, you should not... It should not be dependent on you. And by the way, I'm not saying that marriage is not good. I believe in marriage. I wouldn't be in this industry if I was if I didn't believe in marriage. But the thing is, if you have a problem, if you are you are not married, so should you be unhappy? No. You shouldn't. You should create your own happiness whilst you're waiting. Right. Because it surely will come if you have the right attitude. Right. That's an interesting one. I have a comment on that one as well. What, yes. what, what would be the last one, the crowning one? The gratitude factor. Right. Always be grateful in your heart right. for where you are now in the, life. The last two are linked, isn't it? Yes. The happy and the gratitude. Right. They yes. Are, they are linked. It is being are, grateful that, that, that makes you happy. Indeed. Yes. The gratitude factor. Because if you are not... If you don't have gratitude in your heart, you will always be thinking the grass is greener on the other side of the fence, whilst you perhaps are on the greener side. So always have a gratitude, a, a positive uh, outlook, and do your best in whatever 
field you find yourself in at the moment. Right. It's a very interesting point, and, and, and I find that point very, very powerful because when you have a grateful heart, you're able to navigate every situation that you find yourself in because you know God is the strength of your life. Let me just walk through our 10 points and have a special, a special for all of us tonight. So let's start and see that the God factor is number one. The no blame factor is number two. The, book, the good bookkeeping factor is number three. The keeping fresh factor is number four. The moral factor is number five. Hold your morals and don't be tempted. The staying focus factor is number six. The diversification opportunity factor is number seven. The number eight is the succession factor. Number nine, the happy factor. And number 10, please say thank you every day when you wake up. The gratitude factor. Talking about gratitude, there's somebody who is very grateful to you tonight, Afi. And her name is Della, your daughter, all the way from the United States. She's on the phone tonight. Hello, Della. Good evening. Hello, Albert. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. You should see the smile on your mother's face just at the mention of your your name. <laughs> <and> the, <laughs> well, I think it's reciprocal. I can't imagine. Reciprocal. Okay, so let, let's let's. We've been talking about 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 Jandel, about life, and about the the principles that that govern her. W- what kind of person is she? Well, my mom is somebody who is um, very very um, kind. She's a very happy-go-lucky person. You cannot put her spirits down. That is her. And it's, you know, it goes through her business, her personal life. She's that kind of person. She's always motivating people. She has that, you know, like she said, inner peace. That's what she has. So nobody can put her down. She does what she has to do. She talked about the happy factor as, as one of her... 10 points, the happy factor, that she's a happy person and doesn't depend on you. <laughs> I love that one. But let me find out from you, Della. Oh, did she say that? Oh, she says it, it doesn't depend on anyone, not you in particular, but anyone. She just makes herself happy. So that, that was the, the, the ninth factor. But she also talked about succession. And we asked her about her preferred model for succession. And, and she says, if, if any of you was interested in the business, she'll give you her big support. So I'm asking you right on air, with the whole of Ghana okay. and Africa and the world listening, are you interested in managing Jandel? I am so, so interested. Really? I am so interested in managing Jandel. Yes. Put in your application. Because, Listen, um, just... I've been in the business I've been in the business close to almost five years. Right. When I finished working with MTA and she was like, well, don't you want to join me? And I said, well, we'll, we'll give it a try. And to be honest, coming from the corporate world, and then coming into Jandel, I mean, I always felt like, okay, should I go back? But after two years, I, I finally settled in. Yes. Is there fire in your bones? So fine, my bones. I'm right. settled. <laughs> right, right. Della, you, yes. know, you know what? Uh, you, you need to send us your application for us to vet it as independent observers. <laughs> yes, please. I will. Right. I will. And, and the big question I'll ask you when I see you next time is, what will you do differently when you get the opportunity to run this business? And, and so think about it. Next time I see you, you I need will. to tell me what, how you will take this to the next level. Because for 20 years, your mother has put her life, her blood in this vision. So we'll yeah. find out what you will do differently. Thank you. I will tell I see you next. All right. So enjoy yourself and God bless you. Oh, maybe let me, you, let me give you a chance to, to hear the voice of your mom, to say hello to okay. you. Okay. <laughs> hello, Della. 
I'm good. You're good. Yes, always proud of you and Jeanette. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Love you. Bye. Love you too, bye. All right, so thank you very much. And that was Della, Della speaking to us all day from the U.S. And I, I like the fact that he's brought both tears and a smile on your face. <laughs> I'm sure you love them very much. Yes, I love them. Right. I truly do. Every parent's dream to have yes. your children rise up and then just be part of what you do. So mm-hmm. she, she says she, 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 she's passionate about that. So it just probably means that you are on course to have your succession smoothly sorted out. I pray so. Right. I Sincerely pray so. Right. Yes. All right. So let me open the phone lines at this point. If you've been listening to us tonight, you may have your own opinion. You may have your own thoughts about the Ten Commandments of Afia Moro. You, you may be asking yourself, in that case, then there is hope for me in, in my in my dead end as well. So call into the show. Let's talk zero three zero two two one six five four one. I've enjoyed listening to the the highs and the lows and the in betweens and the God factor and the gratitude factor among others which one is your 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 top your top factor among the 10 i mean if you did factors and multiples in in mathematics i'm sure you will understand the factors which one is your top te- your, your your top factor out of the 10 that afia mora shared with us the number to call 0302216541 call into the show let's talk when you call i'll ask you to tell me which factor really spoke to you and probably if you are in a dead end as well let us know but we have a call on the line good evening good evening uh, my name is isaac from Bugwashi. isaac from Bugwashi, tell me is it, it, afi's story speaking to you like it's speaking to me well i think you know these are great points i mean for me the second factor which is no blame factor is key because in life we are the causes and we are the solutions and before you can go on to diversify or do the other things on the uh, list you must be able to always take responsibility. Um, you know, rather than beating about the bush, look at the cause, look at what caused it, and you will find a solution in there. But there is one more that I would like to add, right? And that is integrity. For me, I believe that you know, don't sell anything to anyone that when sold that to you, you wouldn't buy. Right. So I think for me, in business, uh, having that sort of integrity is is also very key. Thank you very much, Adam from Bubuashi. Let's go over to uh, uh, Isaac from Bubuashi. Sorry, let's go to Adam from Sugakope. Adam, good evening. Good evening, sir. How are you? Fine, thank you. Right. So, Adam, tell me which of these 10 points is speaking to you. Do you find yourself in a dead end, by the way? Come again. Do you find yourself at a dead end in your career? Your question is not me. I'm saying, do you also find yourself at that point in your career where you say there's much more that I can do? Yes, please. Right. So which of the points spoke to you? The God factor. The God factor, the number one. Yes. Right. I always ask myself, what I'm, what I'm going to do, would it give me enough time to, for the work of God? That's what I ask myself. Anytime I want to do something. Right. So so, 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 you, so you use the God factor, uh, your interpretation of the God factor is that you must make time for God's work with whatever you do. Absolutely so. Right. Thank you very much, okay. Adam from... From Sugakope. Let's go to Nuruddin from Enchi. Nuruddin, good evening. Good evening, Uncle. How are you, sir? My he's great. I'm doing very well. Right. So, walk us through your big point from tonight's show. For me, I think no blame factor is uh, what stands tall among all because uh, it's about taking responsibility. When you take responsibility for your life and you don't blame any government, any political regime, or any situation, then you will surely succeed. So, that's really 
kind of uh, meets my expectations more. Nude, in the blaming of government and so on is very fashionable, isn't it? I yes, it is sometimes, but I don't think that uh, it should be the basis for individual failure. Right, I like yeah. that. Thank you very much. So keep keep tuned. I mean, keep tuning into the virtual university. Let's walk this journey together. Sure. Let me let me end with AC from Dansoman. AC, good evening. Good evening. Hello. Have, have you been traveling this journey with us for the past one hour? Yes, please. So you're about well, to graduate. Into time. Right. You're about to graduate in the next five minutes. Take us home. Your <laughs> your, your, your big lesson from, from Afia Moro tonight. Yeah, the golf factor is very, very important. Because I've also started a business for about six years now. It hasn't really risen as much as I had wanted to. But I feel that every step I take, I put God first and hopefully to see a successful end. To whatever I'm doing, yeah. Put so God I'm first. Yes, yes, yes. So I'm very happy she pointed out that fact also. It's very important. Right. And the bookkeeping also. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure these 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 temples. You know, I you, you should really write a book about these temples. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling yeah. you, I should I should also follow my own. <laughs> Your own principles. I'm telling you. All right. Thank you very much, AC from Dansuman. And I have a message from from Gifty Auntie for you. Um, from you for you, Afi. Gifty says, she says, please tell Auntie Afi Nana. Nana and I are grateful to her for the beautiful wedding decor she gave us. You see, when you do good to people, they don't forget. So they want to say thank you to you for for supporting them for their wedding. I'm grateful for the opportunity to serve them too. I'm sure there are several people who look back at the big moments in their life and when they say thank you to God in future. Oh, it's, Albert, a, it's a blessing. You just killed me with that statement. Aye. You know, take us home in the next minute. <laughs> yes. Any listener who's been listening tonight is, is just, is just pick your top 10 lessons that have guided you to where you are now. But there's somebody who's starting and is, is, is discouraged and is feeling... It sounds so nice. She looks so good. It, it, it sounds so pleasant. But do I have the strength to start and build my own story over the next 20 years? Maybe take us home by by giving that person a word of encouragement just to wrap up on tonight's show. I'd like to strengthen that person and know that in every situation that you have, there is a God that looks after you. He is looking after you 24-7. So you have a rock on which to rely on. Seek advice from people who know better than you because you can never know it all. There's always somebody who knows it a better way of doing things, a cheaper way of doing things. Always seek some kind of intervention, some kind of mentoring. Also have humility. Have humility, have integrity as he said. Have loyalty and honesty. It is some is some these are some of the points that I would like to um express. And I'd like are we wrapping up? I would like Indeed. to um quote I end by quoting from one of the numerous wise sayings of Mother Teresa of Cal- Calcutta, which I heard from the priest at Mass this morning. It says people are often unreasonable and self centered. Forgive them anyway. If you are kind, people may accuse you of ulterior motives. Be kind anyway. If you are honest, people may cheat you. Be honest anyway. 
if you find happiness, people may, may, may be jealous, be happy anyway. The good you do today may be forgotten tomorrow. Do good anyway. Give the world the best you have and it may never be enough. Give your best anyway. For you see, in the end, it's between you and your God. It's never between you and them anyway. That's the end of the quote. And that's the end of the virtual university for tonight. And as you graduate, remember, humility, integrity, loyalty, and honesty. My guest for tonight has been Afia Moro. She's the CEO of John Dill, running for 20 years non-stop, building a world-class company. And we are grateful to God for what he has done in your life. And we look forward to the next 20 years of your life and your business. On behalf of Comfort, Matthew, and Amos, my name is Albert Okran. God bless you. God bless you. And God bless you. Good night. Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert N. E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences, and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus two three three two four nine 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 nine. Zero zero zero. You may also subscribe to www.albertokran.com, Amazon.com, or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, always remember you are blessed indeed. Oh, 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 oh,